0: Good Sunday morning, this is Mike Serig, the voice of Vital Ministries, and it's good to be with you on this Sunday, the last day of 2023, and man, has this year been an amazing year as we've seen so many things happen in our nation and also, too, in our state, and our communities, and uh, we're just... uh, at the same time, I'm blessed over 2023. I just so many different things I, I, I want to thank God for for what he has done. And I'm sure you feel multiple things uh of those things as well. So we're just very, very blessed. But before uh we jump in this morning, first of all, I just want to tell you thank you for listening. Those of you who are traveling down the highway, maybe you are you are headed somewhere for a New Year's Eve party or with family or friends just make sure you're traveling safe as you travel along the way i tell you what we had it have we not had an incredible christmas season um with all the the man the rain was much needed wasn't it It was kind of a soaker rain that what we had on christmas day but it was the first time i could i think in a long time that i actually saw on the on my land to where the water was actually pulling pooling and it's been a long time since that's happened so i just want to Praise God about that for sure. But you guys, uh, as you're traveling today, just be safe as you go out. Looks like you're going to have a good day. A little cloudy, but uh, all in all, for the state of Iowa, it's pretty amazing. We're not scooping any snow yet, so that's a good thing. And also, to those of you who are headed on to church today with the expectation, what a great opportunity to set the new year. It's hard to believe that Monday will be January 1st, 2024, a new year, and new season. But as you travel to church today, may it be a blessed time and you as you join together, brothers and sisters in Christ in the church. You know, those of you that are listening at home or, or in your shop or doing whatever you're doing today, just want to thank you for being a part of Vital Ministries. We count on you being—I pre- can't tell you enough how much I appreciate the little— uh, nudges or people saying, hey, we just want to let you know we listen so much appreciate. It. And with that being said, it also too a, a nudge is it takes money for vital ministries to stay and go and 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 make it happen. you go to our vital ministries webpage like every other nonprofit, uh, Uh, ministry we need money to in order to make it and uh just would ask you to be praying about that if there's anything any contributions that you can make obviously we're a 501 so it is a tax deduction for you we'd very much appreciate it it's like any other ministry it's it's we struggle and we're trying to make ends meet and make things work but just want to let you know as well uh we very much appreciate that with that being said also too we've got um, some events that are coming up on uh, january 6 2024 is our next warrior breakfast. And that's it from eight to nine in the morning. What a great time. As men, we come together. We have a, a good hearty breakfast. Meat is always on the menu, like I share many times. And just a good time of fellowship. I'll give a, a, a word of encouragement as we look at 2024. And just calling out all men. What a great opportunity. Again, that's uh, January 6th. 8 to 9 o'clock, Lighthouse Church in New Sharon, Iowa. And we are prompted at 8 and we promise you I will be done at 9 and you will be out and have the rest of your morning and the day to go out and do whatever you might be doing. So just want to encourage you about that event. Also, too, we send out devotionals uh, uh, five days a week, both through Vital um, Life and also, too, through Vital Men. You can get on those websites, get get that plugged in and... and uh, just make sure if that's something you like to do, we can get sent right to you on by email so you have them every day. So again, what a great opportunity just to draw a way closer to the Lord as we begin 2024. But this morning, I want to talk about that a little bit. What to expect in 2024. And uh, this, is my, this is my thinking. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm hearing. And one of the things I'm seeing is a, a major shift is coming to our nation and to the christian church itself without a doubt we are we are already experiencing the shift and it's going to be even greater in 2024 a year that will make you get it'll either do one or two things so either you will draw closer to the lord it, or it will put you farther away in your christian faith many might be saying you know this morning uh man it sounds like you're painting a pretty dismal dark picture for 2024 or be just simply be a negative mike but but before you change the channel this morning or you discount what i'm being said i encourage us to look at what that 2024 could possibly look like i'm not giving a prophecy i'm giving what i'm hearing from other prophets i'm also too hearing what the lord has spoken to me and this morning i think as we get a glimpse of that no better place to go is in second timothy second timothy tells us gives us glimpses about what that what we are to experience and it says this in second timothy chapter verses 1 through 5. Now, you've got to really listen, because in these first five verses, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, and I think it's pertinent for us as we look at 20 to 24. And this is what the Bible says. It says, You should not know this, Timothy, that in the last days, there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God and disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving, unforgiving, and they will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good, and they will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will but they will act re- religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. It says, stay away from people like that. Now, what it's saying is actually these people are within the church. I'm talking about people in the church, let alone about what's on the outside. But I'm hoping today we can maybe get a glimpse. Also, too, as we look at the hardships and the things that are coming, I think, in 2024. But also, too, as we see God working in the midst of it at his timetable obviously time is is greater than the god itself it's more but we created time in a 24 hour period to try to get a glimpse of understanding but god doesn't work in time he works in seasons and he works on his schedule but i'm hoping this morning we can get a glimpse of that as we look at that we see these in these first five verses 18 different characteristics listed by paul of the last days This is an emphasis on love, love only themselves and their money, being unloving, love pleasure rather than God. See, folks, the very heart of the problem lies within our own heart. God commands us to love him supremely and our neighbor as ourselves. But we choose to love ourselves more than we do anything else. And that's really what we're seeing in the society and the culture of what we're seeing in the midst of our times today. And I believe in 2024 is going to be even more so at a rampant pace that we've ever experienced. But I want to look at this, let's break this down a little bit this morning, try to get our, our heads wrapped around it a little bit, and try to understand what's going on. My first thing I want to bring to you this morning is love themselves and money. See, we live in a culture today where it's all about, it's more than all about me, it's about me, me, me. And without a doubt, we've we've fallen into love with our own very selves. It's based on what we, on what we wear to the to the clone or perfume we put on our bodies, to the shoes we put on, to the tattoos and the piercings and all the things on the outer appearance of what we are, we are absolutely consumed by the outer parts of ourselves as opposed to being more concerned about what is on the inside. And not only is that on the outside of the church, but it is within the church itself today. Excuse me, I got a I got a really bad cold and it just kick it kicking my tail this morning. But anyway, it's uh without a doubt, that's it's hitting It's no longer do we do we worship God. We created the temple within our own selves. It says in Romans 1:25 that man became his own God, that creation. That the creation is now becoming the creator. And that's what we're seeing today, isn't it, folks? Is where we, ha- we are more engaged in loving what we have on the outside as opposed to loving someone else or uh, especially as a neighbor. See, God makes a command. He says he takes the Ten Commandments that way, that's in the Old Testament and he brings it down to two things. Love God, love people. And what the problem is with that is we have missed loving God and lo- and also loving people. Where well, we've became our become our own mini God, and no longer do we care about others. We care about ourselves and our own self entitlement, and that's 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 a scary place to, to be. See, see, God commands us to love our brothers and our sisters. And it talks about that in in the book of uh, John. I just want to get there real quick this morning, John chapter 13, and let, get a glimpse about what is being said on that part on that portion of the Bible. And it says this in John chapter 13, 34 through 35. It says this. Um, so now I am giving you a new commandment love each other just as I have loved you and you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Now, are we doing that? So I want you to think about this for a second. I want you to think about your everyday ordinary lives. Let's talk, let's just talk about driving down the road as an example. People driving down the road using their cell phones. Man, who does not get frustrated with a person in front of them who is swerving back and forth on the on the paving and and literally are on their phone they're on Facebook they're they're looking at their text their emails or whatever all this stuff is going going on and it's like you know what the road's mine it doesn't matter my your safety is an unconcern for me it's all about me and I'm driving and that's it's, it's it's sad when we see those things here's another one pass someone who's driving slowly and you'll get a hand gesture man who hasn't experienced that this year right you got somebody who's just driving really really slow you come up to a place where you can pass or there becomes a double place and, and man they get they get bent out of shape they get upset man I can't tell you how many times as frustration as it goes I live I um, I live in um, in up in the area of New Sharon and I'm coming to Oskaloosa. and down by the water treatment plant there's an area where there's becomes two lanes a lot of times truckers will do a great job they'll get off on that side part so you can pass. But you'll have this person who's only driving 50 or or less and they won't get over and they they drive by and they're upset because you're passing them. How about this one? Intolerant of spring and fall farming seasons. Man, I tell you what, you guys often hear me when spring planting is going on and also to a fall harvest to give these men and women who are farmers a break. You know, this year was a really good year, I really thought. I, I saw minimal um, accountants of people uh, getting frustrated, doing stupid things of what I've experienced. But I think it's important for us because these these people are trying to get out and get a job done. They've got, they, they don't have a means of pulling a trailer or something to pull their combines because they're so big. They can't get on a trailer, so they literally got to drive them down the highway. And let's uh, continue to give those folks a break. Here's another one. Uncaring about animals along the roadways. Man, I tell you, I see more dunnage along the roads in the last few years than I've ever seen in my life. Uncaring about God's creation. It's easier just to run over something as, a, as opposed to slow down or to swerve. That's one of the things that I, that really bothers me. And have I not hit an animal? I would not be telling you the truth if I hadn't. But it bothers me when I do that. And especially if, if, if it's a family member's dog or a, a cat. And, and 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 not even stop or even say, you know what? Your your animal got out on the road and, and it's just uncaring about uh, wildlife or animals along the roadway. And that's a condition of what I call me, me, me again. It's all about me and I, I got places to go and, and, and things to do. Here's one. Here's another, another one. Rarely stop to help another person who's struggling along the roadside. You know, before you used to see people stop and help someone if they were... Uh, Need a flat tire or something that's going along the way, and, and we've got to the place now where you know call AAA, um, get a hold of the state patrolman. We we're, we're too busy trying to get to a destination that we no longer try to stop and help someone. I have a good friend of mine who who's in the construction trades, and and I saw his truck alongside the road, and and I could tell he was in it; his lights were on. He stopped, and so I called him. I said, "Hey, just want to give you a call Is something. Everything will okay? go." He goes, "Mike, I ran out of gas." I go really. I said, "Can I? Can I help you? Can I? Can I go get the gas for you? Can I come and get you?" He goes, "No." Matter of fact, I called our, our office manager. She is on our, her way to come and help me out to get uh, put some gas. He goes, "I can't believe it. I just overlooked it, and my vehicle went out." You know, it's having regard, it's having care about people who are having uh, a hard time. You see, God commands us to love. Others more than we love ourselves, and I think that's really, really important for us to get a glimpse of. I want to show you another one, uh, another thing out of First John this morning. First John four sixteen through nineteen says this. As I get my uh, bearings this morning, it says we know how much God loves us, and and we have put our trust in His love. God is love, and all who who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect, so we will not be afraid on the day of judgment. But we can face Him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in the world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced His perfect love." We love each other because he loved us first. What a great verse. See, it says this, and and then there's, we'll talk about this morning about the love of money. This is what we're seeing. See, greed causes people to do all sorts of things that they wouldn't normally do. And we're seeing that in society today. People will commit crimes which are motivated by jealousy or greed, and sometimes both. We see it all the time. Just just go watch on the news. Go watch the different things, and you say, "Man, I can't believe they did that." Right? It's all beca- it's all because of the love of money. Because of the things that, the love of money will make you steal, cheat, gamble, embezzle, and even murder. Is it that true? See, people who love money lack godliness and contentment. The Bible says you can't serve God and money. Now, is money bad? No, but. But the problem with money is love, uh, as money is when it becomes an idol to you and the love of money. It says in the last days that people will it'll be all about money, all about things. So man, can we not see all that things that's going on to be truthful? What we're seeing in 2024 the, the people with great wealth are really ruling and make and making decisions for us that is truth and if you don't want to if you don't want to believe that you don't want to hear that that's okay that is what i believe they are making the decisions for our livelihood and our our lives and i think that needs to change and the reason why i say that because we live in a nation where it says we the people we, have a con- we, we are not a democracy, folks. We are a republic. And what, what they are trying to do, the love of money, is trying to make it so democracy rules as opposed to the republic. So what happens is the mass now rules. So the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And how about you? In 2024, it has been a struggle with things financially, especially in a, in a small business. I've been through three recessions in my, in my uh, period of being self-employed of 38 years. Three recessions. And I would have to tell you, this one especially has been the hardest hit one. It's been quiet. Uh, we don't, But what, Mark, this, this is what I think we're going to see, folks, as we go into 2024. We're going to see it raise its ugly head of the financial issues that are going on in our nation, especially in the month of January, because it has been distorted. It says that our economy is good, when in fact, I don't believe that it is. is. We've been. I believe we are not being told the truth. And that's going to come to play for itself. See, within wealth has become one of the biggest obstacles of American people, and especially those coming to faith in Christ. Money itself, again, within itself, is not evil. We need money. We work for money. It's the love of money that's, that sets us apart from what God wants, which brings me to point number two. People today are incontinent or have literally no self-control the motto is do your own thing and enjoy it all you have to do today is as we look into that to this is go to a ball game and and what's the main venue at a ball game my opinion is alcohol is 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 going, and no longer it's just for for the game. It's 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 getting so blitzed at blitzed out of your mind. And what happens is people start beginning and drinking in the game, and they start losing self control. And now you hate someone that's at the ball game simply because they don't have the same color of jersey that you have on. at, at, at going to the game. Where did where did that go? We see fighting, brawling, swearing. They become untamed and brutal toward each other. Not only do we see this. Not only do you see that in sports, but folks, we also we, we, uh, in sporting events, but we also see it in um, politics. Man, I tell you what, 2024, I don't know about you, but I'm, I am not looking forward to all the ads and the brutality of what's going to happen as we look as we see what's going to happen in the, in the midst of all the commercials, all, all the things that's going on. There will be a lack of self-control as people are going out towards each other and coming against. Man, I tell you what. On both sides, both sides of the party, both Democrat and Republic, there is great discrepancy. There has been taken, things been taken um, advantage of, distortion, all those things. Greed has happened greatly in both parts. And I think it's it no longer again has it been for something for the people. It's, it's all about those that are in control and in control of us. Think with me another one about this. About, let's go back to the sports. Think about going to a, to a grade school or high school of sports today, man. Parents chanting profanity, being thinking that they're a better coach than the coach that's on the on the, on the field or on the floor. Also too, let alone referees, man. I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be either one of them. Man, because you you are being set. It says, for what price? Isaiah 520 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. We are living that today, and it will get worse, I believe, in 2024, unless, unless we become in tune with the Holy Spirit. Folks, this is what happens. You will allow your emotions to drive you as opposed to allowing the Spirit to drive you. And that's what's going on in the midst of our nation, going on in the midst of our communities, and even so within the church. Emotions are driving instead of allowing Holy Spirit. I have a good friend of mine that goes to our church and he constantly, he constantly says this, we need to just get out of the way and let God move. That's a perfect statement. And that's where we really need to go as a, as a nation. But here's the, here's the next one, number three traitors. People will betray each other. No longer is there any loyalty to anyone or anything anymore. Uh, I I think about this uh, uh, as I think about loyalty and and traitors. Um, You know, it's even going to be more of, you know, we, we thought that it was amazingly, and I still do, disgraceful about the kneeling that goes on during the national anthem. We thought that was bad, but it's going to get worse People will lie, cheat, defame to get what they want. They will betray and be traitors to whatever they get, want in order to get what they can get. See, family members will, will betray each other. Blood no longer means anything. You know, think about back in the day if we heard about the Hatfields and the McCoys where they actually fought in bloodlines against each other. Man, th- that wouldn't happen today because the Hatfields and McCoys would have their inner turmoil today, as let alone being with his family. And, and it's, it will become brother against brother, sister against sister, family member against family member. We're seeing that today. There is a great divide that's happening, and people are being traitors and betraying we, each other to get their own self-agenda and to move forward to what they want. In 2024, folks, hold on, because I believe it's not going to get any better unless we see a move of God. We're going to get in that shortly. Here's another one. Love of Pleasure. There is a great exodus in the church today. There's more concern about going to a ball game, concerts, movies, or going to whatever. You name the pleasure, there's more movement and attendance and making sure I get there as opposed to going to the place of worship where we worship God. And they they wonder why their families are breaking up. People today are more concerned about what's being said about them on, on on social media and what's being said if you don't believe me look what's look for example as a, 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 with an example of that on social media Taylor Swift the Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs that's a big hoopla and hurrah you know what what does it matter what makes them more than anyone else I don't know about you because they have because She's a great singer. She's now a billionaire, and he's a football player for the Kansas City Chiefs. What does it truly matter? There's still people at the end of the day. Done. Why are we? Why do we get so concerned? Because we're we're lovers of pleasure. We will we, we love more of a fantasizing, wanting to be them, and to as opposed to be what God has called you to be within yourself. See, in the last days, there will be a. There will be, for the most part, um, this is another thing that 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 really concerns me is when we get back into 2 Timothy, this portion of the last verse 5, it says, they will act religious, but they will reject the power that can make them godly. And that last statement Paul makes, stay away from these people. Man, I tell you what, don't we see this today? We're seeing big name people who we have thought acted out religious. But the problem is they are they are defied from within. They have, they have acted out on their own accord. They are, they are nothing more, as Jesus would say, whitewashed tombs. From the outside, they look holy. But on the inside, there's death and decay. You know, folks, this is really important. We're only... Religion... We're living today. This is the experience. We live religion without without reality. That God wants us to do more in each of our lives today. And I'm sitting there thinking, what can we do in 2024? What needs to happen in 2024? Revival. We need a place in 24 where things are changing. Things are moving and going a different. And this is what I am realizing in my own life if i don't get things right within my own person how in the world can i influence anyone on the outside of that and i'm and I'm going to i want you to i'm not for making new year's resolutions at all because they don't hold they don't bind in a short amount of time you soon forget them and don't do them any longer but what if in 2024 you decided to make a quick commitment you know what i want revival bring revival to me first you are a driving force of commitment of allowing the holy spirit to work in your life to not be what we just read in 2 Timothy in these in in, in chapter 3 about these uh, verses 1 through 5 that we make a choice not to be that person. See this is infiltrated within the church itself and it saddens me that it has but it is the truth. See if the church is ever truly going to have an influence we got to be different. We got to love on people, we got to care. We don't have we don't condone sin. But what we do do is we do love the sinner And when we do that, we have opportunities for them to come back. The prodigals coming back to Christ and those who have not accepted Christ will have an opportunity. It is also predicted, even in the midst of the the things that I shared with you this morning, about the hardships and the perilous times we're about to see. But we also know there is a great movement of God that's going to happen at the same time. I believe with a lot of God is not finished with America yet. I don't, ple- I don't believe we play any kind of a role whatsoever in the, end, in the end times itself, but we are a preparation of those end times. So what can we do to be different? What can we do to get ourselves back to God? So that 2024 can, can be a year, even though it was hard, would be a year that you grew That, as James 4.8. If you draw closer to God, he'll draw closer to you. What if in 2024 you made that choice to draw closer? That is the key. I believe in 2024. Otherwise, 2024, hear, if you don't hear anything I say, listen to what I'm about to say. 2024 will consume you and destroy and make it so you have such heartache, it'll be hard to even lift up your eyes. I pray that that does not happen to us today. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, again, I want to thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity of being able to come and share your word. I pray as we look at 2024 that it's a year of expectation. It's a year... Of which we can draw closer to you. I believe I prayed that this morning that somebody even listened to me within my voice now, there's a drawing, there's a sense of Holy Spirit working in their lives that no longer do we have a, an outside perspective perspective of, of appearing religious, but denying the power that can come from us from the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Holy Spirit, empower us today. Help us to, to know to love God first and to love people second, Lord. Help us to be that kind of people, your people. We love you, Jesus, and we praise you. In your name I pray, amen. Folks, 2024, it's about to happen. Be mindful, be watchful, be in God's word, and trust him and listen to Holy Spirit. This is Mike Serig, the voice of Vital Ministries.